tradition of wrestling makes the world takes its CV or Shrill alongside the one and only AD, the main man, Capron. You're back at it again. Yes, sir. And I'm excited for this one. This is a little bit of a different kind of uh, episode that we're going to do here today. And this spawned from the conversation we had in our last episode where we're talking about the WWE sale. And one of the bidders happens to be our very good friend that we wish. Uh, Tony Khan and the Khan family have expressed interest in purchasing the company. So that kind of sparked the conversation of what does that look like from a fantasy booking standpoint and and all of that. So I want to get started first by saying if, this is a huge what if, Uh if the Khan family were to purchase World Wrestling Entertainment, in your opinion, what does that look like? And like, what does that spell for the future of I think the would, large over the global scale so of wrestling? I first think, you know, for Tony, it wouldn't be a good idea to do that because, you know, his attention just be in too many different places. Um, but for it to be working, say he did, I think you'd have to keep it two separate entities. He couldn't merge them together. Um, it kind of have to be like where you maybe have that occasional, like, for, like head-to-head show, but I think you got to keep it two separate entities as much as possible, but you know, I think for him it would be very tough you know, just time-wise of creative uh, work, booking, you know, I think it would be hard to manage three companies And I think it wouldn't be bad for him to hire a staff I mean, it's him mm-hmm. booking these shows yep. I don't know how he does it, we talked about it before, what does that schedule of Tony Khan look like, where he's he's on, he's going overseas for a, a, a soccer game or he's yep. uh, flying down to Kansas City to see the uh, uh, Jaguars play the Chiefs in the playoffs, and he's going to yep. be in uh, wherever he's going this weekend uh, or this Wednesday for uh, yep. Dynamite live airing, and then maybe even a Rampage tape is later. It's got, it's got a lot of air miles. Like how does he? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on the plane. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings up a lot uh, of fun questions. Mm-hmm. If the Khan family were to get their hands on this. And Tony, being the big wrestling fan that he is, mm-hmm. what does that kind of dream forbidden door style pay per view look like if you were to let's say Tony's got the company and he wants to kind of introduce its storyline wise in a big kind of WWE versus AEW kind of head to head pay per view? Mm-hmm. Now, Caparoni, if I had to ask you if, if if Tony said, you know what, Carl. Uh, and Capri's, uh, I'm really busy with the Jaguars, and uh, a lot is going on. We've got legal documents up to the, the wazoo to sign all this paperwork. Yep. I need somebody to handle the booking for me. Here's the pen. Yep. Here's the pen. <laughs> what does that look like? You're putting together your dream My crossover dream. card. All right. What does that look like? So give me, give it to me. You want the it? opener? I want the opener, and I hope you're coming out with some smoke. Oh, I'm coming out with smoke. Because you gotta, you got to start the car off right. right with some energy. Yep, so you need to start with some energy and some hard-hitting action. What do you Obviously got? for opener. So my opener is Hangman versus Kevin Owens. Wow, okay. All right. Because real... you know you're going to get some real hard-hitting action. It's going to deliver on a match. You know, the crowd's really going to get into it. So that, I think that's a strong opener to go with. That's a really strong opener. And I, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to go with something a little more maybe on the, the cruiserweight style where mm-hmm. it's a lot of high spots and all that to kind of get the card uh, started with, like, the crowd all wound up. But I like that. Nope, I want something hard-hitting. I like that a lot. Um, I, I'm on board with this. Uh 
Do you think it's too emotional? Like, they'll get too emotional to where the crowd might be a little exhausted afterwards? Because you know they're going to shit-talk each other. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to smack each other around. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to, yep. to handle. Yeah, uh, but I think it would be, you know, if you're going for all straight match quality, I think that would be a great opener. Uh, 100%. All right. What do you got next? What's following? Right. Well, it up? you know, usually you follow it down with a little bit, a little bit of a cool down. A little okay. bit. You might be able to get away with one more fire so, match, and then you got to have a cool down. My, my little cool down one What's I have. What's a piss break match? Is I have uh, Austin Thur- Theory versus Chris Jericho. You have Chris Jericho working the young up and comer, you know. Um, in theory, he's supposed to be the next generation. So it's a kind of a thing like I'm the next generation, and Jericho saying he's the goat. You know, going head to head against each other. You're gonna piss Jericho off. Put him in that second <laughs> spot. That's like the worst match of the card. The second spot. Mm-hmm. He even said. Yep. He said he was so pissed when him and Owens. I know. I, I hate. I hate to do it to him, but you know, I think it's a good spot for him. You know, mainly because of theory, because you know how I feel about him. But you know, that'd be fun. That would be a great. Uh, yeah. Like a build. The build up to that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I love. I love Chris Jericho. There's nothing against him at all whatsoever. Oh, yep. I think it's more so theory why he gets the uh, the two spot. I can see that, but you're a theory hater. I am a big theory hater. I don't not so much. I th- I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Mm. I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Mm. Yeah, I'm all aboard the uh, theory hatred. Mm-hmm. I think that's all good. Yep. All right. What do you got next in the uh, the third spot? Ooh. So my next one. Hmm, I got a, I got a long list here of stuff. I'm going to go with for my next one. I'm going to go with the Acclaimed versus the New Day. Yes. You have the two, probably the most over tag team we've had in AW, I would say, currently, probably, in the Acclaimed versus the most over in the history of WWE in New Day. I absolutely make sense. My only uh, constructive feedback is I might, I might move that up a little bit in the middle of the card yeah, maybe match that's five. what I'm trying to figure out yeah but I think that's a nice little spot I have a little tag match to sit, uh, follow the singles matches to start so but I like a match variation there I like it a lot because even before the match starts just the antics between the two teams mm-hmm. would be a lot of fun to watch you know obviously Max Caster's going to come out with his rap and then you know the new day they're going to get into some kind of like shenanigans as well with pancakes and cheering, uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be something. Uh, so what's following that? So my next one, you know, I, I think we need to go uh, give the little women some love. We're into now because we're in match. She said. <laughs> <laughs> so we got three. We got three matches in. So we need to give the women some love. So I, my next one is I have Britt Baker versus Becky Lynch. That would be a lot of fun. That would mm-hmm. be you have the pillar of the women's division in AEW. Versus, you know, I think the backbone of the women's division in WWE. So it's like a backbone versus backbone match. I like you a know? good backbone. Yep. So you wouldn't have. I'm, I'm surprised again. I would do that. That's a great match. But I, I don't know. If I do Charlotte and Britt Baker. I got. Uh, you got something I, Charlotte. I, I got. Okay, I'm ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm liking the card. I'm the one booking right now. You're the booker. I gave you the pen. That's the. Here's the uh, thing. Here's I, the pen. I control the pen. You Tony's know. pen. Yeah. Okay. My next match on the card. Uh, this is strictly just for the promos. Uh, I would say is LA Knight versus MJF. Just wow. strictly okay. for the mic work you would see, and those two going head to head with each other. I'm all for. It. I love a good promo battle. That's why I'm in the middle of the card. You know, it's a nice little uh, 
they'll be a good match, but you know, it's going to heavily rely on the promo work because they both love to run their mouths and talk. I, I love it, and I, th- I, feel, I just feel like that would be a good TV match. Mm-hmm. But pay per view, I don't know. I feel like MJF should be in a more like, like it's a bigger like a name. I don't know. What do you I, think? I couldn't find someone for him that's a bigger name because I have some good matches that I drew up that I couldn't put MJF in. So that's, that's why. I would that, or I'm almost like maybe not so much because I think he's lost a luster over the years. Mm-hmm. But MJF versus the Miz from like a I thought I ago. thought about that, but again, I was like the Miz now. Like if it was Miz a few years ago, sure, but that's the one I thought about too. But or Miz like ten years ago when he was like the yeah. WrestleMania mm-hmm. main event. Like, yeah, I just think Miz. I just think the match quality wouldn't be great. Ellie Mike can still do well in the ring. I just think match quality wise, the Miz is definitely taking a step back. He he goes the safer route now in the ring. Or if you're really going to do some kind of celebrity crossover, mm-hmm. and you're really going to get it, like, get the planets to align, mm-hmm. the Miz versus the Rock. Yep. If you're going to get him to come out of the fire hey. again. Are you trying to book stuff now for me? I know, I know. <laughs> I, you know I apologize. I took pen. Yep. And you know what? You, I gave you creative control to pen. So, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm like it. I, I like it. Because the end of the card is just... Banger after banger. I'm like excited. It's, it's building up. I'm excited. All right, what else you got? Okay, my next match I have is I have Finn Balor versus Darby Allen. Yes, love it. All about it. Mm-hmm. The even small, I can see the vignettes. Some kind. small, some smaller guys going against each other. You know, Darby likes the car crash into people. There's your diving into each other match. You know. I think it'd be a strong match. Can I please, as you're the booker, can I yeah. please ask the, the demon Finn? Sure. If you if you would like that, I can. Because I can it makes sense. Yep. The story there, you could yep. tie in like he's got to go to a dark place to to mm-hmm. like battle Darby, or he's he, and then Darby is already a walking dark place. Mm-hmm. So it, it just it would just be the a psychological warfare. Oh yeah. And then they just smash into each other. It'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Coffin drops for days, yes. Alright. My next match. I'm ready. Is I am doing the Young Bucks versus the Usos. Yes. You, know, you have the supposed, you know, the longest reigning tag champs in WWE history now. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, the pillars of AEW tag team wrestling and the Young Bucks going against each other. So I think it's a logical matchup that everyone would uh, really want to see it eventually at some point. Uh, I'm all for it. I think it would be a a fire tag team match of just uh, four professionals just going at it. So, all about it. That's a great pick, yes. Now, yeah, I'd, be, I'd be curious to maybe like a little stipulation match, maybe you know, like a little ladder match. Ladder match or a steel cage. Yep. TLC match. Mm-hmm. Yep, because the Young Bucks and the specialty matches are always spectacular. If you think about just, you know, in their uh, trio series, you know, the stipulation matches were spectacular you know you go back to their cage match against lucha brothers phenomenal like you know yeah so you can't you can't argue with that at all uh i'm I'm on board Mm -hmm. all right all right what do you got next i think this next one might be one of your favorites okay i'm holding on i'm holding on my seat right right here because i have a meat match i love a meat match yes meat match so i have meat i have a fatal four-way meat match i love it I have Braun Strowman <laughs> versus Wardlow yes. versus Gunther versus Powerhouse Hobbs. So you so got so much fucking meat. 
That's in one literally... great butcher shop match. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. I knew you would enjoy that one. Oh, I miss it. I love it. There would just be a lot of meat slinging around the ring, and you know. That would be a lot of fun. I mean, now, like, actually thinking about the logistics of it, Warlow is probably the most athletic out of that whole group. Oh, absolutely. So you got Warlow, Hobbs, Strowman, and who? Gunther. And Gunther. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of it. It would be a lot of power slams, yeah. a lot of body slams. Well, Gunther, would bring, chopping, the, Gunther yeah. would bring, like, the technical aspect to it, I would say. Warlow would bring the athleticism. Then you have, you know, Strowman bringing the meat. <laughs> I can see yeah, Strowman going well. up to do, like, a running power slam, and Warlow just does kind of a back football move. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then to get a pop out of the crowd, I see Warlow body slamming Strowman. Yep. That'll be, like... They'll do the whole like they'll try to get him up, get him, try to get him up again, and then finally at the end of the match, the right time, he finally gets him up for the power bomb and the symphony. Yep, um, I yeah, agree. He pulls off a symphony on Strowman, but there are any of those guys for that matter. That's, that's impressive. All right, my next match, I'm gonna go with CM Punk versus Roman Reigns. Wow, curveball! You're bringing you're bringing back Persona Non He's still technically on the roster. Uh, I think that'd be a good matchup to finally see because it's like you know CM Punk kind of saying having a chance to say f you to WWE's like you know banner guy, so I think that's what makes it a good match you know because CM Punk's you know very but always been anti-authority and you know why not go against the guy that you know is supposed to be their number one guy. And it was it's not. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. Do you ever think we see CM Punk wrestle a professional wrestling match? It's tough because, you know, like, they can't talk about what happens, but then, you know, we've talked, like, we've seen on Being the Elite where the Bucks kind of said, like, you know, they had, like, a tough thing they can't talk about that happened, so you wonder if they had, like, a face-to-face meeting with CM Punk to resolve all this finally. Uh, I think we might. Because if that something had been done and he was released, I think we would have known by now. I mean, Punk was at the forum. Yes. He showed himself in front of him exactly. with Brody King. Exactly. So I, I think he might have had a meeting with the Bucks at the Forum. Um, so I, I can see him coming back, you know, but coming back, I just wouldn't have him in the title picture. But he's come out and said, though, that he didn't want the title in the first place. This is yeah. Yeah. So just ha- come back, do your great matches, keep your distance from the Bucks if you haven't resolved them know everything or you just agree to just coexist you know just move on i i hope so because i mean even ftr said like he's bet um, i think they were begging punk to come back because well, it's best for business. business yeah and say look you're not you know how much interest we draw in that mm-hmm. like, yep the <clears throat> punk and the ftr versus the elite like yep for the trios titles that would just draw so much interest. Like, so they said it would be paying it full. Absolutely. Some eyeballs on other stars around it. It's sort of like as Punk's, you know, almost 50 and winding down, and mm-hmm. uh, you've got FTR going to be around forever the style that they wrestle, and Bucks, you know, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's just a good way to kind of pay it full. Exactly. I agree. For sure. Um, all right. What yeah, do you got? I got two left. All right. I'm excited. All right. Co-main. So my co-main is a women's match. It's going to be a triple threat. It's going to be Jade Cargill 
versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte. Okay. Because you have the, I would say, the athletic freak females yes. all in the ring together. And as Jade is still kind of in development, quote mm -hmm. unquote, you've got the pros. Charlotte mm -hmm. can make anybody look, make that fucking you have, look, yep. look good. Yep. One who makes everyone look good, then you have the athletic piece and Bianca. I think it'd be a good blend. And it'd be a lot of good talking around it. Mm -hmm. And I think the build up could be really good. Absolutely. Who's the baddest bitch in this ring? You know? Exactly. I'm the queen. No, I'm the EST. You know, I'm that bitch. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you have a good trio promo battle. I'm the EST bitch. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, I think it'd be a great match for sure. And I'm liking what you did with the card. It's there's a good balance of kind of everything in there. Mm -hmm. uh, I like adding a gimmick to that the Young Bucks match just to add a little variety in there. Um, I mean, I'd be on the edge of my seat for three and a half hours, and I say three and a half hours to leave thirty minutes for a thirty theory, thirty minutes a theoretical main event. This needs more than thirty minutes. More than thirty minutes. Yes. Okay. Uh, my uh, you threw me a curveball at the CM Punk match. Yep. Not expecting to hear that. My my main event, and this is strictly because I think this would be the best match possible you could have, is Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega. Oh my god, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, best possible match you could have on the card. Yeah. That would yeah, be a uh, dream match. That would be a fantastic match. They would, have they ever locked up before? Maybe way back in the day, but when they were like still young, young, pups, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, young like, pros prospects. Maybe in Ring of Honor back in yeah. like two, but now like in their current state, they would tear the house down. Because I'm trying to think when Rollins, when did Rollins leave the Indies slash Ring of Honor? It was before Kenny became anything big. I think Kenny got to Ring of Honor in '09. Rollins was still there, and I think Rollins got signed by the WWE in maybe 2010 or something. Yeah, developmental. I'll have to look at Google that later. But I think that would be. A hell of a oh match. Oh my god. That would be great just to build up and then. And if I could somehow up. possibly I would throw Will Ospreay in with him too, like, but you know, he's not signed with them. Could you imagine like that as a triple threat match? That would be I take my money. Just <laughs> take all the money. Um That that brings I'm excited for Forbidden Door this year mm -hmm. because last year the roster's pretty banged up. I'm hoping that's not the case this year. Yep. And we get a solid stacked card mm -hmm. with Danielson on there against, uh, you know. You get Kenny on there. on there. Cole will be back healthy again. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, a CM Punk. Maybe. Maybe. Now, is there anything you would have for a match that I didn't mention? Or something you would change up? Well, storyline-wise, I know I know your philosophy was you don't want to try to book things that we've already seen, but yep. you could tell a really good story with a Moxley versus Reigns again that mm -hmm. left for five years and abandoned yep. the Shield. We were supposed to have this bond forever, and you split all that up, and now you went to become the big dog down there, and yep. I became the big dog up here, and now we're going to kick each other's ass to see who's the big dog. Mm -hmm. That's a story yeah. that writes itself. Yeah, I try to stay away from, you know, people that have been in WWE because they've seen all the matchups with certain guys. Yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many of that. Um, there's so many of the lighter guys, the light, the cruiserweight guys. you got a ricochet you can put against, um, like, like, even, like, a Dante Martin Dante or something Jungle like Boy. that. Jungle Boy, like, just do a crazy spot yep. fest match. Or going um, against Ray Phoenix. 
you know, Lucha Bros versus, uh, oh my god, yeah, there's so much you can do. Um, I, I, I love your card. I, you know, maybe on the pre-show, the Zero <laughs> Hour, we just fill it up with spot matches. Yep, just spot fest. Yes, yeah, do like a, a six a trios match with just the, like, the lightest guys you could find. They're just <laughs> flip and flop everywhere. Uh, I would enjoy that very much. Um, I, I'm a fan. And it'll be fun and see like. I think I mean I'm not just saying this to be biased. I think mm-hmm. Tony's a really good, solid booker. Mm-hmm. He does it very logically and paces it very well. Like yeah. I never find myself bored on an AEW no. pay per view. Well, and usually like you know you're going back to the Chris Jericho two spot. You know, knocking on it. You know, with AEW they usually put high quality matches in the two spot. Like you always see the Young Bucks a lot of times in the two spot. Yeah, they usually do, and I'll have to look back at the last few years, but I, I recall they'll do, like, maybe two or three hot matches in a mm-hmm. row. Then, the then cool they'll down. have yep. the cool-down match. Yep. But yeah, the, I know the Bucks have been the two-spot, you know, a few times already. Yeah, and that's, I mean... And they deliver yeah. great matches. Absolutely, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's somebody else. Maybe a Kenny versus a Roman Reigns would be a good match. Yeah, I... Stylistically, that's why I didn't go with it. I just think stylistically, Roman Reigns, you know, it's too big. And his, I guess, it is like versatility in the ring. Yeah, there's no, there's it. no way that Kenny's gonna get him up for a one wing and angel. Yeah, I don't think he'd want to take it. I don't think so either. Or uh, V trigger, like I just don't see yeah. Roman taking that. Yeah, um, I want the most logical one you could go with. I think. Oh, Kenny and Seth. Back the truck up, take my money. And, I mean, I know she left off Cody Rhodes off the card because it's like, it would be weird because we already saw Cody. Cody versus everybody in AEW. You know, yeah. in his first three years with the company. Yeah, unless you did Cody versus uh, CM Punk now. So the... Because, you know, it hasn't been revisited with this Cody being top of the card, Cody. And that's what bums me out. It's just like, there was so much we didn't get to see with CM Punk in mm-hmm. AEW. And even Cody, for that matter, because Cody decided yep. to go in a different direction. I don't fault him for it. And CM Punk had injuries and drama, mm-hmm. and that kind of hindered his whole entire 2022 for, for the most part, yeah. or half of it at least. Um, so kind of wrapping up on this, if Tony were to buy, what does that look like? Do you think he really can operate three separate companies and I don't think there's enough time in his day to. He would have to have his own staff that, like, he trusts to take over stuff for him. Or, you know, with kind of like WWE be more of like a silent partner, but like kind of like final say on stuff. It's tough, but I, I think you know it's best for him to just focus on his two brands he has because you know he's he's still trying just to get Ring of Honor off the ground after he bought it, so, you know, why add another thing to the plate, because then Ring of Honor might get forgotten about. Could be, unless what he does, and this is, you could, there's an idea. You can merge them all together under the WWE banner, and you have a Raw brand, you have a SmackDown brand, you have an NXT brand, you yeah. have an AEW brand, and you have a Ring of Honor brand. They're all under the WWE umbrella. Yeah. To where, like, You've got the three premier brands. You've got Raw, SmackDown, AEW. And then you've got two kind of somewhat developmental brands. You've got NXT, and then you've got Ring of Honor. 
that is like your like maybe like Ring of Honor is like the step up to where it's like NXT is where everybody starts out, and yeah. then or vice versa. Maybe Ring of Honor is where everybody starts out, and then you get elevated to NXT, kind of the tri- the double A triple A kind of model, mm-hmm. and then you know you kind of get signed to a brand from there. It's a big infrastructure, oh, right? Five yeah. brands, all from Tony and his Adderall and. Yeah, I mean, he would make a crap ton of money, I know, but, you know, logistically, I don't think it'd be the best option for him. Just focus on what he has. Yeah, I mean, that or I think you have to end, maybe end the brand extension in the WB and focus on... Uh.